Welcome back, heretics. To the Casual Heresy Podcast. I'm Spencer. And I'm Michael. So, today, we're just going to chat. I don't even know if we need to keep that in here, but... <laughs> I don't... I, well, we can. It's just a casual conversation. A heretical conversation. I mean, what? and most of our conversations are heretical. Yeah. We were talking, I was talking today to my dad about, there was a dog named Mary that we saw like online. And I was like, Hmm. he was like, that really bothers me because that's like the blessed mother's name. And I was like, yeah. And then I thought about it and I was like, what if you were like, you got a chihuahua and you named it Jesus. (laughs) And then I was like, nah, it's too much casual heresy. That's, that's too far. Mary, do you bark? <laughs> no, <I shouldn't. laughs> uh, have you been, Muffy? I've been pretty well. Just sometimes I feel like I'm just going through the motions, but you know, it's adult life. Um, newly married life, still, I guess. It's been under a year, so under a year, I would I would say that's still newly married, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just just living it out and trying to live a better life than I did yesterday, and just keep moving, moving along, following Christ. I was thinking, like, right before we started, like, this would be a great, this is usually, like, in the, I feel like casual heresy kind of goes through cycles where we talk about things, and this would be, like, the perfect spot to stick an episode about something going on in the church calendar right now, but we're, like, in the smack middle of ordinary time, mm-hmm. so we can't do an Advent episode. But, like, what do you think about ordinary time? Because for me, it's really, I, I, I mean, I've already caught myself doing it. Like, how many more weeks of this do we have until Advent? Because, like, this is, because hmm. there's nothing wrong with it. I mean, like, we had Transfiguration a few weeks ago, and that's, like, mm-hmm. literally my favorite feast day. Maybe we had the assumption. But, yeah, well, the assumption, that is something we could talk about. That was recent. That was pretty recent. But I think ordinary time is, um, I don't know, a good time to, I mean, it's called ordinary, so it's a good time to just simplify life and get something out of the mass and get something out of, um, just out of your spiritual experience even when it's not the hype, even though when it's not the mass that everybody has to go to because, you know, it's not the Christmas or Easter mass or any of the major feast days or anything, but it's like, it's so refreshing to just go to a, it's so refreshing to go to a daily mass and just, just relax and, Allow Christ to 
consume you. Just give yourself to him. And then in return, you receive him. Yeah, I think that's, like, as you were saying that, I was thinking there's a lot of, in the church right now especially, there's a lot of focusing on fasting. Mm. And then, like, there's the times, like, Easter and Christmas when you don't fast. You should be feasting. You should be eating candy and having fun. And it's Mm -hmm. like there is a middle ground that we're supposed to exist in most of the time, unless you're somebody who lives on Exodus 90. Um, But most of the time we're supposed to be doing neither of those things. Mm -hmm. And I've been thinking a lot recently because, you know, sometimes life gets busy, life gets complicated. Yep. And I keep, and you, you mentioned a few weeks ago, like the, the appeal of the simple life Mm -hmm. is strong. And I think I would agree with that. Like, Recently, I've really just enjoyed reading, working mm-hmm. with my hands, woodworking, mm-hmm. all that stuff. Just going for a walk. Yeah. Very simple things. Like, I, I listen to music all the time, but, like, recently I've been liking listening to a lot of classical music. Not because I, I think it's better in any way, shape, or form, but because mm-hmm. it it's less... This is going to sound horrible. It's less noisy. <laughs> a lot of the music that is out right now is just, it's got, some of it's got really good lyrics. Some mm-hmm. of it doesn't, but a, a lot of it just sounds really noisy. Um, yeah. Yeah, I agree. That's what Ruby always says about my music. It's just noise. I'm like, that's what all music is. <laughs> Technically, yeah. So the funny thing that you mentioned, Exodus, did you, I don't know if you heard, but they started this new thing that's apparently an ancient church practice. Um, Oh boy. That St. Francis of Assisi observed doing a 40 day Lent like period sort of thing of, you guessed it, prayer, aestheticism and fraternity. Um, in preparation for the feast of St. Michael, the Archangel. So it's this St. Michael's Lent thing that started. Oh, I've heard of that. Like two weeks ago. Somebody, somebody mentioned that at our parish and I was like, what? <laughs> what What did you just say to me? Am I, am I having a stroke? What's, what's going on? Yeah. Um, I got something oh, in the bizarre. mail about it. From Exodus. Of course still on their mailing list or something. Because, you know, nothing says... Never mind. mind. (laughs) Nothing says says sincere conversion like junk mail. Um, I don't know. See, then you're doing Exodus 90 before Easter, which is usually in March or April. Mm -hmm. Then you start doing it again before St. Michael's Feast Day or Michaelmas, which is the end of September. And then you're doing it again before Christmas we're not supposed to live fasting constantly mm-hmm. unless you're called to a specific religious order whose charism is asceticism, which is a thing, but not most people. And mm-hmm. I feel like, I don't know. I feel like you and me end up talking about this all the time because yep. it's, I mean, it's a problem. It's either everybody's too, there's the groups of people are too lukewarm 
And there's the people that are over the top strict. And I was thinking about this because I was listening to more. I, I've been starting to listen to a lot of other Catholic podcasts that I had just kind of let slide. They're, I mm-hmm. still subscribe to them. I just haven't been listening to them. So I've been listening to more Pints with Aquinas. And anybody who's listening to Casual Heresy for any amount of time knows my affectionate term of the, the frad trads for the people who are uh, devout fans of, of Matt Frad. Um, and I think the frustrating thing to me is it's kind of like Exodus 90 in some ways. Because Matt Frad, I have never heard him say anything that is wrong or that I disagree with. Mm-hmm. But the way he says things is very easy to twist his words and misinterpret. And like, he'll say something that if you take it literally, it's bad, but he's very clearly not saying it literally. Hmm. Like you'll hear he'll, he, and I think justly, describes some novus ordo masses as like i've never heard him say this particular thing so i'm not trying to quote him just so that everyone at home knows i'm not misquoting matt frad (laughs) because i know there's going to be somebody who's going to come throw a boomerang through my window if i if i it's blasphemous right exactly but like and he talks about how like disgusting it is to have bad liturgy Mm -hmm. and that's like okay that's true there's like a face value thing where that's he's right like if a liturgy is bad enough, that is sacrilege. But mm-hmm. the problem that creates is then we're in an environment where a whole bunch of people think it's okay to to walk up to pe- another group of people and say that their liturgy is disgusting. You know. Yeah. That's and I think that's my I've re- I've come to grips with the fact that my problem is not with Matt Frad. It's with the frad trads themselves that don't actually listen to what he's saying completely. Mm-hmm. And in a similar way, my problem isn't with Exodus 90. It's with what Exodus 90 has become. Mm-hmm. It's become like a little church in itself. Like the yeah, people there's... that follow Exodus 90, like you said that you get, you get junk mail. They subscribe to it online, which is ironic because you're not supposed to use the computer while you're on Exodus 90. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or buy things while you're on Exodus 90. I would be like, if I was ever in an Exodus 90 group with people, I'd be like, psych, your Exodus 90 subscription is an unnecessary purchase. Yeah. You should stop. <laughs> you, can, you can do this without purchasing this. Right. Just, yeah. You don't. Yeah. Also, it's like, it's so extreme that by any other name, we would say you shouldn't do this without talking to a spiritual director regularly through that process. Mm-hmm. It's like, but in, this, in our first world country here, supposedly or whatever, uh, like many people, if you're doing all those things, I mean, that's definitely going to have an effect in your family life and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, it's going to affect your family life. It's going to affect your vocation. It's going to affect your productivity at work. Mm-hmm. It's going to affect your outlook on life and your outlook on spirituality. Hopefully for the better. That is the hope. But, it, but mm, like, I don't think any, it does. I don't think it does. Yeah. It didn't for me. <laughs> 
just makes it more I was like, like bare bones, like, oh, I can do this myself. And mm-hmm. like, it's like any one of those things is enough fasting for somebody to try and tackle at once. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially if they're attached to one thing really, really deep. Yeah, our, our whole world, I mean, in every scenario possible, <clears throat> we're too far one way, too far the other way, and we're butting heads, not mm-hmm. in the middle. We're butting heads on the other way around. Yeah. I like that picture, because it's not like there's conflict and disagreement at the middle, Mm-hmm. you know? It is the extremes fighting with each other about things that kind of don't matter in the first place. Depends on the group. Depends on the topic we're talking about, but yeah. Right. And it's like, but the, you know, we've all been places where there's like two groups of people fighting about which missile we should use while the Eucharist is present. And it's like, this missile is irreverent. It's like, you're being irreverent right now. As we speak, you know, it's like there's there's a two-edged sword there, and that's not, I don't know. See, that for me, that also kind of makes me want to retreat to the simple life a little bit, because it's like, I don't, there's so many people out there that are just a drum banging in the field, you know, like yeah. it doesn't There's too much banter anyone. out there. <laughs> mm-hmm. For our, like, our minds to even consume all of it. And it's, like, we can't intellectually, honestly, genuinely consume all of it in a healthy way. <laughs> and the people that do, they take it one one small piece at a time. Very small. Yep. And they can somehow intellectualize in it somehow. Yeah. So ordinary time. I've heard. I've heard people say it's supposed to be like the season of the Holy Spirit, which makes sense because it's after Pentecost. Hmm. Um. But. I've heard a lot of people also say that they're upset that it's called ordinary time because how can it be ordinary? But I like that thing that you said at the beginning of the episode that it's like, it's not a fast, it's not a feast. It's just kind of being, Mm -hmm. you know? Yep. Which is not a bad thing. No. It's a good thing. We're still being fed the Mm -hmm. word of God. We're not downplaying how miraculous the Eucharist is mm-hmm. or mercy or grace or any of that. But just to live with it in an ordinary way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't need this, these big grand old things to be fed. And everybody just, and then we get either lukewarm if we don't have it. Or hard-hearted and just because we don't have it. Yep. 
And that's like, if you feel like you need grand things around you to be fed spiritually, then what's really feeding you? Mm -hmm. You know, whichever type of church you prefer, architecturally speaking, if what the church looks like determines whether or not you get fed, then what is it that's feeding you? A lot of times it's the feelings. Yep. Because the Eucharist is in both of those two churches. Mm-hmm. And that's what should be feeding you. It's the mindset that people get from seeing churches or just knowing that it's a Novus Ordo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's hope. You gotta come together, not split apart. Mm-hmm. The church is looking a lot like the world right now in that sense, the people in the church. So if you're listening to this at home and any of this has resonated with you, be sure to take this ordinary time to just let things be ordinary. And extraordinary things will still happen in your life. Mm Mm-hmm. They always do. Mm Mm-hmm. Just gotta let God... Mhm. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for listening to this episode and we hope you like and share it and subscribe. Give us a little follow. Spencer, would you like to lead us in a closing prayer? And yeah, I will lead us in a closing prayer. <laughs> in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord Jesus, You are who you say you are. Thank you for your life, your sacrifice, the giving that you give, the gift that you give even in ordinary time, even in times of doubt, in times of distress in times of need, in times of wanting, in times of lacking. Lord, we lay all that we have at the foot of the cross and give it to you. We offer it to you. Just the simple things things that we try to hold on to the things that we want to let go of give it all to you and ask that you bring out greater good greater fruit through us giving you all that we have and all that we are Pray all of this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. So, yeah. Thank you for listening to episode 70. And this has been Spencer and Michael of the Casual Heresy Podcast. Until next time, God bless you all.